1: I'm Dave Rubin and joining me today is one of the founders of the National Conservatism Conference, president of the Herzl Institute in Jerusalem and author of the brand new book, Conservatism, a Rediscovery. Yoram Hazoni, welcome back to the Rubin Report. Hi, Dave, thanks for having me back. It's good to see you, my friend. I sense by that background, you are not in the Holy Land, but perhaps a slightly less Holy Land at the moment. (laughs)
0: I'm here in DC, I, I, I actually wanted to be with you in Florida, but you guys didn't have like
1: room in the studio for me or something, so, <laughs> so I'm in DC. It's a very, we've been very busy, I just got back from tour. You're you're on the short list of people I would have been willing to have here at the house, but let's dive right into the book because first off, I've got it in my hand. This is a, This is a dense, powerful book full of a whole bunch of the ideas that you've been talking about for really decades at this point, but I wanna read just the first paragraph off the back flap here, because I think you say something very interesting that I think is the thing that sort of connects both of us. You say, conservatism as we know it has failed. While liberalism was eroding the foundations of our culture, the family, the nation, and religion, conservatives adopted the very principles that ensured their defeat. Routinely confused with classical liberalism Conservatism found itself defenseless before a ferocious and relentless foe. All right, now, you know I'm Mr. Classical Liberal. I I think I helped bring that phrase back into the American lexicon, but you also know that I have found faults within the the liberal lens. Uh, We've discussed them before and we've discussed them at NatCon actually, just a couple months back here in Florida. Um, So, what brings you, well, first let me let you define conservatism and how it's different than classical liberalism, and then we'll go from there. Okay, well, c- conservatism puts,
0: conservatism is an, Anglo, an Anglo-American political tradition. It goes, goes back many centuries, long before Burke. And it, it's a tradition that puts um, puts the, the idea of transmission and stability of the nation at at the center. So a conservative is always going to be asking questions like, um, have we uh, upheld the you know the, the main principles, traditions that are holding our people together? You know, that that can't go on forever, there's always deterioration, there's always things that change, and then a conservative is going to be looking back when you know when, when something starts to fall apart um, and saying, what can we restore? What, what, what can we go back to that used to work that we really
1: need and are sorry that we've lost? So I think a lot of people are hearing that and that's pretty clean and clear that you know there were some hard fought things of the past that we should remember and perhaps bring back into our daily lives. Um, does classical liberalism not grab a hold of all of that? What's the, what's the problem there?
0: Well, classical liberalism is something that um, is based on like if you take a look at the you know like the big thinkers of 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 the Enlightenment the rationalist thinkers of the, of the Enlightenment who uh, who originally designed this uh, liberalism liberalism is a it's a it's a set of principles that begin with uh, every every human being is by nature free perfectly free and perfectly equal and uh, the 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 purpose of government is to is to give the individual to to protect the the rights and equalities that belong to the individual by nature. So the the entire set of ideas that you know that are at the basis of liberalism, uh, they're, they're basically, you know, lots of people have said this, they're basically they, they are a philosophy of freedom. They're, they're a, a, a a way of thinking about um, how how do we work it so that people are maximally free and unconstrained. And the problem is, and this is—I I, I mean, this is, this is something very deep and very serious that I, I really think we need to be talking about much more. Is that uh, human beings do not only need freedom by nature, and if you think human beings only need freedom, then then I think you've got a mistaken and misleading philosophy. Human beings need to be constrained; they they they, they need to have guardrails guard and guidelines. They need to 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 be encouraged to do um, the things that are needed in order to keep their their society, their people, their families to keep it going. And uh, it used to be that um, I, I would say after World War II there was a very very strong impulse in America and across Europe to say, look, liberalism is all we it's all we need. People, you know, private people will make the decisions about you know. Where the guardrails should be, what the constraints should be, and I, uh, you know, it maybe that made sense to a lot of people then. I think at this point we've reached the point where, you know, we're looking across America and across Europe, and I, I, I think, I mean, I think it's scary. I think, I, I think you can see the chaos coming. Uh, the the uh, people, th- the, the assumption of liberalism is let people argue. And uh, and be free, freely speak and freely argue, and they'll come to the right decisions. But I, I would say, when, you know, since twenty twenty, we're looking at an America that is um, is just it, it's tottering on having uh, you know the 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 woke neo Marxist ideology become kind of like the public the public ideology of of the state. And if you look, you know, sort of on on the edges of the political right like beyond conservatism, I, I, there's fast-growing um, thinkers, I mean, th- that a lot of the kids are reading uh, who are arguing for dictatorship. They're just saying, look, the whole, the whole idea of you know, the American mm-hmm. constitution has failed and, uh, and they're looking to dictatorship. So I, I think it's becoming really, really clear that if we don't start talking about conservation and transmission and restoration, like a lot and focusing on it, I I, I I think America is in danger and I think it's in danger of taking
1: like all the democratic countries with it. All right, so you're hitting on a lot of the stuff that obviously I focus on. And I'm proud to say that at the end of my first book, uh, Don't Burn This Book, I made an argument related to God and belief connecting some of the classic liberal beliefs uh, to that, because I, I saw what you're now talking about. I sort of saw it on the horizon that we could get to this point. So, first, do you think is that a flaw in liberalism, or is that a flaw in, in human nature, or is that, or is there, there even a distinction there? In that from, say, World War II till about, I don't know, maybe five, ten years ago, the liberal order sort of worked, right? We, or I don't want to put words in your mouth. In my estimation, it sort of worked, and then suddenly yeah. this woke. Uh, parasite got inside, but would you say that it roughly worked for a certain amount of decades?
0: Well, I, I think it's been running down. I, I, I look. I think. I think two thousand and twenty was a shocking was a shocking year in terms of you know just institutions all the way across, you know from the New York Times to Princeton University just being taken over. I think it was a shocking year, and I, I, I don't want to say that like you know there was obvious that was going to happen. But I think as I, I write in, in this new book, I, th- I think the deterioration has been uh, really clear, you know, almost a straight line since you know, since the 1960s, uh, even the 1940s. By 1960s is when, uh, is, uh, is when there's this final decision that the United States is going to ban um, God, religious tradition, prayer, Bible, just ban it outright, more or less, from, you know, from schools across the country. And um, the, the theory behind it was was people said, look, our, our country, it's, it, our, we live in a Christian country, you know, overwhelming majority of people are Christian. We can be, you know, tolerant and decent to other people. But basically, it's a Christian country. So we, we, we don't have to have this stuff in the schools. And um, I, I, I think pretty much since then. Um, the, the, the assumption that you could just take God and scripture out of the schools and it would continue to live like, you know, on Sundays and in people's homes, I, I think that turned out not to be true. And what happened is uh, first in the name of equality, um, you know, and freedom from religion and, and everybody being treated equal, all, all religion was removed from the schools. God in Scripture, and after that, um, then uh, you know the 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 idea of the, an independent nation or of the family ended up kind of being eliminated from the schools. And by this point, even you know even the idea of man and woman being you know the the the, the basis of the traditional family that's also now in the name of equality and freedom from religion th- that's also been eliminated. So I. As I understand it, um, it, it it's uh, it 's been a one way ratchet where you know every every ten years something else that you know that we will sorely miss has been uh, uh, removed and, and and you know pe- pe- people just don't don't know what to do with it i mean i I, I really think an awful lot of people uh, in in America and other countries are saying, look, this is just the fall of the Roman Empire. This is just the end. Like, you, you, can't, you, just, you, you can't remove every single basic building block of the way we built society, th- throw it away, open it to question, and, and then think that there's going to be anything but chaos. And that's, pr- that's pretty much what looks like it's coming.
1: Right. Chaos seems to be at our doorstep. So do you think secular institutions simply cannot work? At all? I mean, basically, what you're saying is, well, I guess everything is going to degrade over time, right? Everything degrades over time. The, que- the 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 question is, are are you
0: helping it degrade, or are you working for a restoration where where you can see that you know a mistake has been made, so you can you can act to try to stop it. Look, Dave, I, I'm 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 a religious person. In the end, um, I you know, in the end, I think. Uh, w- we have to do what looks right to us the best we can. In the end, we're really bad at seeing the future. And what's going to happen is going to, you know, God decides in the end what's going to come of all of our efforts. But we have an obligation to to try to restore things, you know, to try to restore uh, respect for the uh, American Constitution and the Anglo-American legal tradition. We have to try to restore respect for the traditional, family and for, uh, for the Bible and for God. Th- th- that's up to us to try to do.
1: And, you know, maybe it'll work. So I think a certain amount of people are watching this and what they may not know is uh, on the other side of that very fine head of hair, my friend, is, is a yarmulke back there. You are an Orthodox Jew, you live, you live in Jerusalem. Uh, and yet here you are talking about Anglo beliefs, uh, uh, Christian America, things like that. Uh, I was on a panel with you at NatCon where we were trying to sort of work out. It was it was the two of us and Sora Amari who I've had on the show and Douglas Murray who I've had on many times trying to sort of whittle out where if you were to go back to some of what you're calling for in a national conservative country, what happens to the minorities? What happens to the religious minorities? What happens to people that don't necessarily prescribe to all of the sort of religious set of views that you're including here. So what do we do with that? Okay, well, the the, the book deals with two different fronts.
0: Okay, one, one is the question you're asking me now, which is uh, about, you know, the public life of, of the country. And the other, the other part of the book deals with, you know, with our private lives. And be, because people tend to think these things are unrelated, I think they're, deeply connected and so the, the book is really an argument for people to, uh, to drop the idea that you can just argue for conservative policy I, I think that you have to also lead a conservative life you have to uh, come back to a conservative life and be a conservative person so there, there are those two things now when, when I talk about conservative democracy I'm talking about a democracy Right. I'm, ta- I'm talking about you know the kind of democracy that uh, that America was um, sh- sure there's some things from the past that we should never go back to I mean you know slavery and persecution of uh, blacks in America just as like the most obvious example I-, I don't know any conservative that wants to go back to that in fact the in my book I make the argument that that was a a deviation from the Anglo-American tradition, which is, you know, for, for a very long time was anti-slavery before there were slaves in America, but um, but since I'm arguing for democracy, I'm I'm still talking about the the political framework where this should not be imposed on anybody. We're talking about um, those states that still have a Christian majority, you know, or a, l- let's say, I mean. Maybe there's uh, Orthodox Jews who would uh, support this kind of thing, uh, or others. So those, those states, those regions, those places where there's still a desire to lead a, uh, uh, a democratic life but where the public, the, the, the public philosophy, let's say, is, is not Neo-Marxism. The public philosophy is going to be based on a biblical vision, on a, on a, on a, a Christian and, and, and Jewish vision. And I'm, my, my assumption is that, um, that anybody who actually wants to do this, I'm not just assuming it, I mean, this is what I, you know, I, 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 I talk to Catholics and Protestants and Jews, this, I mean, I, I, I talk to them and try to understand people from all over the country, like, what's, what's possible? And um, I, I believe that there is a, uh, that people looking at sort of the cliff that, that were, you know, that, that America's just hurtling towards this cliff and about to go over, I, I think an awful lot of people, Protestants, Catholics, and Jews and others, um, would be uh, willing to negotiate some kind of a, uh, a uh, return of let's say the, uh, the, the basic Christian moral vision to be like the public background against which uh, things are, are operate in some places. I mean, in some, some states in the U.S. And I think the conservative way to do this is, you know, not to have uh, the Supreme Court, you know, uh, dictate this to people who don't want it. The conservative way to do it is to experiment with it in those places that want it so that we can see what does this, you know, what does this add up to instead of like, you know, saying, well, you know, Christians were always terrible throughout their history. Let's see what the Christian, which I don't believe, by the way, but instead of that kind of like, Mm -hmm. you know, argument in the air, we should do an experiment. Let's see. Let's see what, you know, what does a, what are the Christians in America when they get to be like the public culture, in uh, in in a few states, what do they do? If if it's better, and I I'm guessing it's going to be better. If it's better, so people want to move there, and other states will adopt it. And and if it's you know as terrible as you know everybody's always saying to to let the you know to 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 let the Christians where they're a majority to have that let them have the public. If it's so awful, so we'll see that it's awful,
1: and we'll say okay, we tried that, that didn't work. Let's do something else. So do you see something like what's going on here in Florida where I think we're defending almost everything you're talking about, but not from the religious perspective in that the governor is not up there talking about this stuff from a right. religious perspective. However, he's doing a lot of the work that I think you're calling for. Yep. He is acknowledging differences biologically between boys and girls and getting rid of critical race theory out of the schools. And he's fighting against a constantly overreaching federal government, all of those things. I think I sense that you still think that that may not be enough for the experiment as you want it. Is that right? No, I,
0: I, I don't think it's enough because, I mean, the, the basic problem is that, uh, you know, for, for many years, most, uh, most liberal, you know, scholars and professors who talked about this kind of thing, theorists, um, they talked about liberalism as a neutral state like a, a state that wouldn't actually have any kind of moral vision. It would mm-hmm. just be neutral and let everybody do what they want. And this book argues, and I, I mean, I'm certainly not the only one, but I'm arguing there is no such thing as a neutral state. Like, you, you can try it, but it, it, it just it continues to be mostly, you know, mostly Christian values up until the moment that it just falls apart and you suddenly realize that it's, you know, it's anti-Christian. And I think that's what's happening. In, that that's what's happening in America and in in Britain and other places too, is that um, there there is a public philosophy, but that public philosophy is is progressive woke neo Marxism, and I, I I know that there are a lot of good liberals who um, they they want to hold on to the idea of well let's just go back to a neutral state, and I, I think they just don't. Understand that 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 that's collapsed, and the, it hasn't collapsed mm-hmm. by ac, by accident. It's collapsed because of the fact that w- when you're saying no, the state is neutral. We don't have to defend any particular set of values. When you say that, then you just open the door for the Marxists to take over. The only way you can fight like a a serious uh, uh, public religion or public philosophy is with another public philosophy, and
1: uh, so, I, I uh, so- think. F- Right, so yeah, I get good. it, I get you on the, on the liberal part. I say, you know, I talk about Bill Maher all the time where the five remaining sane liberals in America, they just are sort of in this slow motion paralysis and two years yeah. later, they get it, they repeat what a bunch of us say, but they keep voting for the wrong people. So I'm with you on that. But what would you say is, is not enough uh, for say what Ron DeSantis is doing in Florida? I mean, I can tell you from living here for four months, I, I'm living in a, a free state that feels strong and defended and uh, it is starkly different than California, which made all of the wrong decisions and went that route.
0: Well, I, I think the number one thing is that um, sending kids to schools where uh, five days a week or, or, or whatever it is, they, they spend their time in an environment that is um, stripped of any reference to God or to the Bible as the basis of of Western civilization. the Bible is the the the, the fundamental text on, on on which Western tradition was built. I, I, I think that that doesn't work because and i I, I try to go into the uh, into the psychology of all of this and and you know how it, how it actually works because I think people don't don't understand this. if if you want anything, right? you know, uh, young people are always saying, "What do you mean conservative? Conservatives don't conserve anything, right?" You've heard that. I mean, mm-hmm. people say that all the time. Is like, like, what have conservatives succeeded in conserving in the, you know, in the last fifty years? And I think we have to take that argument seriously. That the, the, there's a constant rolling cultural revolution, and the reason for the constant rolling cultural revolution, which just rips up one thing after another. Is because of the fact nobody nobody's focused on how how do how does the transmission the conservation of ideas actually work, and for it, the way it actually works, is that if you're a kid and you see that people give that the people around you give honor to something, like right? let us let, let, say the Bible, they, they they give honor to it. What do you mean? They say, look, this is really important. Now I'm not talking about you know them saying you have to believe this, or if you don't believe this, then you're a terrible person. I'm talking about something much more basic, that if you're in an environment where people are giving honor, they say, look, this constitution is you know, the, 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 the best that, you know, that, that there's been in the world, and this scripture is the, the best moral framework for le- leading your life that there's ever been. When you hear that from people you respect, your mind opens up, right? Everybody's always saying, oh, your mind closes. I, that's not my experience. If people are saying, look, this is just really important, you should take a look at it, your mind opens up to learning. And right now, in, in America and lots of other places, I mean, this is true for most of Europe, this is true for most democratic countries, the kids, the, the kids, the adults, people's brains are snapped shut like a trap. Mm-hmm. Somebody starts talking about Bible and, and they, they think, oh, that's that primitive dark ages stuff that you know, that the, the, the we got rid of. People, people are scared of it. People are, are, are you know, they, they just think it's like, you, you must be some kind of idiot for talking about this stuff. And as long as the, the, uh, the Bible continues to be under this uh, shadow, instead of being uh, this spectacular document that created the world we live in, Instead of that, people just keep saying, oh, that's the Dark Ages. So the, the, the disintegration of what used to be America, uh, it, like it, it's inevitable, you, t- you, you pulled all of the, you know the vacuum tubes out of the back of the television. I mean, that's like I'm dating myself. You pull, you pulled ah. all the trans. You, sorry about that. The HDMI wire. Right, right. You pulled right. You pulled right. You pulled all the tr- the, the 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 the. The red the, and uh, the yellow. Yeah, you know the the, yeah. the little square things in the back. You pulled them out and you stepped on them. You you get what I'm saying? The, so and then you're surprised the thing stops working. So you got to get it working again. And to get it working again, we need to be able to give honor to those things that allowed our ancestors to to create a free and constrained and decent society.
1: So I hate to keep bringing this back to Florida, but you know that it's really just on my mind these days, and I'm I'm so impressed with what's going on here. So I, I think I sense what you're saying is basically, Florida's doing a pretty darn good job. You'd like to see the reinstitution of some religious teaching in school you do make a carve out for, let's say, the the non-believers or people of minority religions, et cetera, et cetera. But but is that it? Is I mean, is that basically the only thing that you think is going wrong? Because to me, what's happening here right now at a secular level, and and I don't even think it's purely at a secular level. DeSantis doesn't talk about religion a lot, as far as I know, but he's talking about reality, and I think his reality is based in something.
0: Yeah, I I. I, I'm look. I I don't want to look. I, I I like Desantis and I like what he's doing, but I I think that what's what what's sort of missing from the conversation is is a is a longer view. Mm-hmm. That, that's because, what I'm asking. Because yeah. because because everything that's going on right now is is mostly reactive. It's reacting against the excesses. Of, uh, of, of, of woke neo-marxism and God bless him for doing that and and the legislature and you know and Chris Rufo and all the people who are working at the grassroots level God, God bless them and they, they really are trying to save their country and and, and I hope they succeed but uh, you know we're at the very very beginning of this and what's actually going to happen is uh, as um, as Christian activists like like Rufo, start to, you know, get just look beyond um, just reacting and trying to, like, 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 try to get the worst of the stuff out of the schools. You're going to find out that that's not enough to transmit anything. It, 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 it's just not. I mean, the, the schools without the woke stuff from 15 years ago, that's how we got here. Mm-hmm. Right? In other words the, the the way that we got to the mess that we're in now is that 15 and 20 years ago everything was run by liberals and and so I'm, I'm just trying to look just a little bit beyond the horizon and know I, I, I don't I don't think it's just a matter of, of, uh, of education, but I, I don't want to speak for I look I, I, I think there's going to be a number of different different states and countries and they're going to try different things. So some of those things could be um, you know, uh, uh, they, 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 they could be Sabbath laws. You know, some people might want to try might, might want to try having Sabbath laws. They could be um, uh, uh, legislation about what the family is. They could be legislation about abortion. I mean, they, it could be all sorts of things. Um, and I think a smart governor or, or or leader, what what he would do is he would say. Look, I I don't want to take the most controversial stuff and like try to re- force it on people. That I mean that, that that's just not smart leadership. I, I think that in every state, what'll happen is uh, conservative leadership will uh, will say, what are the kinds of things that you know that we have a majority and they can get behind this and and, and the, the, they they think that this could make sense, and they'll try different things and and the, they'll they'll you know they'll they'll see what what can work and they'll do
1: experiments. So, so but, would your argument, let's say they do this in Alabama, would your argument then be, well, you're in the free United States that then if you don't like what's going on there, whether it's Sabbath laws or whether it's related to the traditional family, and I do want to obviously discuss a little more on that, right. uh, that you should just get up and get going to California? Yeah,
0: why not? I, I mean, look, if you want to know why, uh, why there are borders like why do we divide the world up into into countries and states and and municipalities with borders the reason we do that is because we assume if we're not if we're not totally insane then we assume that that local people close to the ground they that they have they know what their people can you know uh, want and what they can put up with, and, and and what's best for them? Now that's obviously not always true, mm-hmm. but it's more likely to be true than some you know some distant emperor who's like dictating everything to everybody. Right. So this, this is
1: very much what your first book was about, by the way. Right. The right. So so
0: yeah. so so that's the reason we have borders now. I'm, I'm, America was uh, you know w- was founded as a federal republic, and that federalism has has you know basically since World War II, it's been progressive <clears throat> progressively ruined that. The, the 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 federal the national supreme court takes away the right of the different states to you know to do any kind of experimentation on major things on major issues and so uh, part of the part of the program is you know has to be federalism it, i mean it has to be g- giving power back to people to try things at at the local level and uh and look i mean you know i nobody ever you know thinks that everything that their government is doing is the way that they would do it. I mean, you know, government is always some somebody else and not only that, but it's always like a combination, even even if you're in government, it's a compromise and it's a combination of things. But the bottom line answer is instead of having the national government impose what right, you know, one system on everybody, let's go back to you know to to uh the, the old federalism, and um, let some of these, these issues, which are just tearing America apart, let some of them be worked on, on at, at, at the state level, at the local level. And, you know, I, I, there's some chance that people will hate each other less um, if they can say, "You know, look, I, I didn't like it in Alabama, so I moved to
1: Massachusetts." Look, I can, I can tell you as someone that left California, I, I don't really care that much about California anymore. That's not to say that there aren't good people that live there, of course there are. I still have a couple friends that haven't made the move yet. California is a beautiful place, um, but unfortunately the, the political leadership has chosen its, uh, its direction and I just don't want that much to do with it at this point and they shouldn't have that much to do with me as a, as a citizen of the free state of Florida. So. Uh, Before we get into some of the granular stuff on that, um, has there ever been a time in the world where a country or a group of people got so close to the precipice, got so close to that chasm, that bottomless pit, and then turned back? Or is it just entropy that almost has to take us over at this point?
0: Look, there are forces of entropy, that's for sure. Um, But, and and, uh, even successful, Successful traditions, like, you know, I, I, I know two traditions really well, I know I, I, pretty well. I, I, I know the Jewish tradition, which is like 3,000 years old, and I know this Anglo-American tradition, which is about 1,000 years old. And what's really clear when you study these long traditions is that they run down, and then, you know, like, like a great, there's a, a, like a restoration, there's like a, a, a great man or a group of great people who, who, who say, we see the precipice come, coming, we got we to restore it, we got to put it back together again. Um, you know, just, just two, two, two obvious examples um, in, uh, in English history, I mean people know that, there were, I think most people probably know that the, the, in, in the 1600s, 1640s, there was a, 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 a revolution, a Republican revolution they killed the king and they they tried to have uh, a republic, like a to, mm-hmm. to revise the English Constitution. That went on for I don't know 15 years or something, and uh, and, and 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 it didn't work. It didn't work. It was it, it, they, they kept changing the Constitution. They couldn't get any kind of like like uh, um, uh, um, co- co- cohesive solidity back to their country, and. Uh, less than 20 years, 20 years went by. This guy uh, Matthew Hale, who's like a, a famous conservative thinker, who's in my book, he proposed let's let's bring let's bring the king back, and they brought the king back. And the the uh, uh, the settlement that they ended up with was a uh, was a more moderate constitutional monarchy than what they had before. Um, a, a, an example that's closer to you know to, to Americans is uh the, the, the American constitution of 1787 you know people think of, of and I, I write about this at some length in 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 the new book people think of the American Constitution like you know like they declared independence and they wrote the Constitution there was like this miracle and and then they just got it right. but that's not what happened that's, that's almost the opposite of what happened. What actually happened is that in 1777 the the uh, the uh, Americans tried, to step away from the Anglo tradition. They wrote a, a constitution, which is called the Articles of the Confederation, mm-hmm. is what we call it today. But it was a constitution. And George Washington and his forces tried to fight a war against Britain under that constitution. It was a weak constitution. Its purpose was was liberty. Its purpose was to give as much freedom as possible. But it it, it didn't give the anybody enough strength to be able to do things like like um, uh, raising an army, uh, raising taxes, uh, b- 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 being able to impose, you know, a negotiated treaty with another country, being imposed, able to impose on the states uh, the the terms of the treaty. And after eleven years of this chaos, I mean, the, the, we're, 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 you, the, the American the, the, the American army was moved to Georgetown by by people writing personal checks as a donation because the country was so weak and washington came out of this and he said we we need something like like the english government like the british government we need some kind of strong central government that that protects freedom but it has the ability to raise an army raise taxes I, 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 impose decisions where necessary and that's how that's how the american constitution was born it's a restoration of the constitutional tradition of anglo-americans and that restoration was because they thought we're going over the precipice if you just think for one second like if they hadn't been able to get private donations to get the army to yorktown i i mean they just
1: could have lost the war it's interesting because i've been saying on my show for a couple weeks now that we've we've begun to enter a post-woke world i do see a fight against the the woke movement the the marxism that you're talking about and you're talking about checks being sent uh, to keep the army going and, you know, Elon Musk buying Twitter, uh, one federal judge reversing the mask mandate, individual people trying for that restoration is, is an interesting, right. is the most American thing perhaps that you could possibly do. So let's, let's link this to something a little more recent. So at the National Conservatism Conference, which was at the end of October, 2021, uh, you, me, Sora Bamari, who I mentioned earlier, and Douglas Murray, were all on a panel, where we were trying to do just what we've been discussing here, uh, yeah. that we were trying to piece together. How do you take the traditional sort of religious conservative perspective? Where do you blend that with the classical liberal perspective? How do you take a purely secular libertarian and the more tra- even the more traditional right. conservative? How do you take all of this, combine all of these people with all of their difference, make it into something that's whole. And what was particularly interesting about the conversation, which we'll, we'll link to below so people can see it, is that two of the four panelists up there happened to be gay. Now that obviously is a, a minority from a sexuality perspective, let's say. Um, and we were really trying to hash through these issues in about an hour and a half talk and nothing was left on the table and we took questions from everybody. Where do you see that now? And I don't know that the, I don't think we all got to a full conclusion on it exactly. I think Sorab and, and Douglas definitely had some bis, big disagreements by the end. But where do you fall on that?
0: Look, I, I I'm I'm glad that we did the experiment, and and not only that, but I I I'd like to keep trying to do the experiment because yeah. I, I because I I think the reality is that um, that there's all these liberal refugees who are you know. They're, they're moving to the right because they, they, they can see something terrible is happen, happening on the left. And um, these, you know, and Elon Musk, I don't know if you saw, I mean, he, he tweeted this, you know, this, this oh, image. Oh, I saw it. We played right? it on the show. Right. So he, he, So I think a lot of people feel like that. He, he, he says, look, I've never been anything but a liberal, but, but now I'm clearly on the right. It's not that I've moved, but the spectrum has moved. It's being pulled like taffy by the revolutionaries. And so he, he sees himself now as being part of the right. But the, the, look, the, the, that's what's happening. And what that means is, we have no choice. There's going to have to be some kind of alliance between conservative and liberals. But you know, that doesn't mean that this is easy to do. And, um, and, and, and I don't, look, I don't, I, I don't think that particular thing worked out so well. I mean, so, so, uh, Douglas came out of it and uh, and he he felt like he needed to write like an essay saying you know these 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 conservatives uh, they're, they're too much they're too far you know you I don't know if you saw that but he, yeah. he like like two weeks after he yeah he, he, I, I've he, had he, Douglas
1: on my show since right, and, so, and we discussed yeah
0: okay so 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 that was him and then Sorab responded to him by saying I I just don't see how this can work and
1: uh, look I'm not you know I'm not like you know terribly surprised. But But that tension that you're talking about, I get it exists. And that's why, I mean, for years I've been saying if there is some sort of new conservative movement on the horizon, I still, no matter what, at the end of the day, will probably end up on the more libertarian side of it or classically liberal side of it. I think we're all trying to do something that's that's tough, and when you try to do something that's tough, or as Jordan Peterson would say, when we were on tour all the time, you know that, that healthy tension that perhaps we all want between liberalism and conservatism, it's hard to balance that all the time. And um, maybe it can't. Maybe it just can't be done. At, maybe it can't be done at a national level. I think perhaps it could be done at a at a personal level. I think you're you're a
0: model in what you just said, right? That that people can disagree, and in the end of the day. We ought to be able to just go have scotch together, and I I do everything I can to to live like that myself, and 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 I, in in that I'm you know I'm following you know the way that you talk to people in the studio. I mean I, I, I really think that this uh, that discussion should be uh, uh, amicable between people who are like you know we're not we're not enemies. We we're
1: friends who have important disagreements. And by the way, removing removing me from the equation, if there's a conservative out there, a religious conservative who thinks that Douglas Murray is not a good enough conservative for them, then that's not my brand of conservatism. How about that? Uh, just well, no, to no, remove no, us d- from the equation nah. for a moment, you know? Well, d- d- d-
0: Douglas is, look, I, I, Douglas is a little bit different because Douglas doesn't doesn't claim to be a conservative. He doesn't claim to be a nationalist. You know, like he, he comes to he comes to the conferences and uh, and and he says things like you know I probably agree with one third of the things that are being stated here. So he he deflates. You know he participates. He's a great friend. He's a he, he participates fully, but but he he doesn't um, he 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 doesn't take a leadership. Role among conservatives the way that you do, and I'm not blaming you for this. I mean, I think everybody, everybody, has just been really happy to have somebody like you taking leadership, and uh, I, 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 I think it, I, I think it's hit a bump, and I don't, you know, I, I, I regret that. I'm really sorry about that, but I'm
1: looking forward to the Scotch. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I probably can't solve all of the. Uh... Existential issues for all of the people that come at this from a purely religious right. perspective, and I think it's a great challenge to, you know, blend a society from a traditional and religious perspective that also has an awful lot of secular people it, uh, in it. Although right. you happen to be in the swamp right now, you live in a country that's only you know 70 plus years old that has done a pretty good job, but often an imperfect job of blending uh, the secular and the traditional and. Uh, I suppose the best thing we can do is continue to have these conversations. Right. Yoram. Um, right. The book is Conservatism: A Rediscovery, and we will do that whiskey and or tequila soon, my friend. Good seeing you.
0: Okay. Thank you, Dave. Good to see you.